0: Yeah, How
1: yeah. long ago is this? <laughs> You're <laughs> talking about
0: having hair, you Yeah, having <laughs> hair for a start. So, it out. was that day I, I uh, went to the chili bowl and then yeah. I, I dyed my hair and I had it spiked like blonde. Spiked yeah, wow. Yeah. And I went I said, oh, I'm going to get a t shirt. I'm getting cold. Yeah. So, they were selling this t shirt. I said, My wife, oh, not then, she wasn't my wife, my girlfriend. Go. And I went back and got um, a t-shirt, long sleeve t shirt on of oh, chili peppers. Had the old tattoo, the chili peppers tattoo. Yeah. And um, then I got. To next to her I walked back next time and I'm like dancing beside her and I'm like oh. and then she's walking away walking away walking away <laughs> she's, she's nudging away like, I go hey and she goes oh shit I didn't realise it was you I thought it was some creep <laughs> <laughs> I'm like it was funny yeah. but yeah, yeah. chilli if I can go to M&M and then chilli peppers I think in the hunter or oh, kudos there. All the other way around. Yeah. i got to do it, yeah.
2: yeah so Jason's just uh, filling a scene on his weekend plans for uh, hopefully an m M&M m concert and a Red Hot Chili Peppers concert. Yeah. Okay. And now we're moving in back into the Muay Thai. Sorry. <laughs> that's all right. No, that, that's the shit I love. So um, in terms of, you touched on it briefly in the previous episode about uh, how Muay Thai is a very basic sport. Like there's yeah. only a few moves you can do. Yep. Uh, what's the training like for... Uh, from let's just go from a beginner when Reese was a kid to yeah. now when he's, he's in that he's in that world level.
0: Okay. Um, a bit beginner level is is uh, a lot more fitness um, and a lot more than actually knowing a shitload of techniques. I do say to myself I could lend, if I could let someone left jab and have an awesome right kick. Uh, that's probably all I could teach them and they'd win their first five or six fights. You know, just, really? just just by knowing that. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like Yodzinski. Um, if you ever watch Yodzinski fight, you know that left leg is coming, but you can't do jack about it because it's just too good. It's too powerful. It's too quick. Everyone in the world knows. No one stopped it. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what, as a beginner fighter. Yeah, I just think if you have an f- awesome jab and a nice right kick, I think you can win a lot of fights. Mm-hmm. Until you know, you, this, when you get up to that five, six, seven fights, you're going to need some other mo- moves. You know. Mm-hmm. So, but And then if you go to it, the pro side of it, what it's now, um, he knows all the moves, and any good pro that knows all the moves, you might get caught by a tricky thing, but that's not a knockout thing. So I think that when it comes to Reese's level and why he's done so well is it's not just me, he's had a, lo- a lot of, um, obviously I'm his coach, but he's fought on all over the world, so he's, he's had other coaches, but he'll listen to the coach. And I think when it becomes, you've had 30, 40 fights, it's only tactical, you know? And and can you stick to the game plan? Can you get off what you've been working for the last five, six weeks in a fight camp? So I think uh, once you build that, and they're confident, and they can do it, it becomes all up to the coach. And I don't want to blow blow my trumpet too loud, but it comes up to a good team mm-hmm. and the coach tactically knowing who he's gonna fight, mm-hmm. what their strengths and weaknesses are, and how we're gonna beat him, yeah. you know? Um, so yeah, that's the difference between a, a good amateur or an amateur and a, and a pro. Mm-hmm. It, I think it's, tactically, is gotta have that
2: knowledge in the corner. Okay. You know? uh, Reese, Swin, how did your, how did you feel like your training changed the higher and higher you went up? the ranks
1: uh kinda didn't know it's like well once i got out of that beginners class and went in to train with the pros it's pretty much the same shit every day there's four core drills that we do and then it's all just different variations of the same shit mm-hmm. then pad work but then you know living in thailand the only things you do is you run kick bag kick pads grapple spar skip that's it there's no, you don't drill specific things, it's just repetition, repetition. And that's that's all it is. Like, is, um, I guess uh, as I got better, it just meant that I had to push harder. Um, that, was, that was pretty much it. It's just repeating the same shit over and over again. Like, even even today, like, just you know, before I even start kicking pads, you know, we're doing 400 kicks a leg. like that's to start the day then we just kick pads same every day just we might work on a specific thing more but yeah as jason said like that comes down to what he said not what i said i just turn up and do the work they tell me what to do
2: Mm. Mm. so it's that it's going back to those just those core principles yes the fundamentals like Mm -hmm. that you know the like the pyramid yeah you you get that base pyramid you get that consistently get that right refine that unlike jiu-jitsu like i
0: I have my blue belt in jiu-jitsu. It took me three years, a long time. But I was, um, there's so many moves. And you know, you'd know, wow, you wrestle a black belt and then you just realize how in deep shit you are. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yes, you can block, but you know when jiu-jitsu, they're setting you up two and three moves ahead of you. They're making you put your post out there and taking it and then turning that to an armbar or something like that. Unlike Muay Thai, because it happens so quick, you might try and set up a third punch or something, but you can't predict, you can't go too far ahead. Okay. So that's why the moves are pretty simple. Yep. You know, we push kick, we low kick, we high kick, we check, we block, (laughs) we punch, but it doesn't get too technical. Yep. And I think it's just wearing down your opponent on finding a hole in him. And that's the good thing about pros. We all know how they fight, and that's that's why when he had 10 fights, that they had a big dry spell because probably had 10 wins or something at that
1: point uh, yeah i, I lost I, I had like i lost i got robbed in thailand and oh, then, that was world
0: games yeah but. and
1: then i, I lost to that dylan gachi but i got one back on him so it doesn't matter yeah i lost one i won one yeah so we're good we're so against. when
0: you get to that level and it just goes dry <coughs> because no one wants to fight you when there's when there's a pro, pro side of things that everyone knows how they fight there's enough footage out there there's enough training videos there's enough you know, you've watched the guy fight five times, six times before, you know how they fight, so um, it becomes just totally tactical, you know.
1: Mm. Even still, like, different gyms have different styles. Yes. Like, if we're fighting a guy from X gym and they're, you know, they're a real Thai-based gym, well, we know what they're gonna bring to the table. They're gonna be strong in certain points and weaker in others. We're fighting Y gym and they're more of a kickboxing gym, well, we know we can work with that as well. Even if we don't know too much about the guy, we know their are trainers,
2: yep.
1: you know, and their style, and um, I think some trainers get trapped in, they train everyone the same, so you know, like, there's some gyms around that if we fight and we tell our people, you know, just weather the storm for one round, and then you're good to go, then you can start doing stuff, because mm-hmm. you know they train their fighters to come out hard and fast from round one, and then you, you weather that storm, and then they break, and they look into their corner going, what's going on, like... This works. This is what you've taught me. Has worked, and now mm-hmm. it's not. What am I meant to do? Mm-hmm. And then that's where Jason's got a, a brain for it. Is he can pick it apart well, and he can get in our heads and explain to us so we understand what we're doing before we get in the ring, and then we get in the ring, and it's that's the easy part.
2: Mm-hmm. In in between rounds, yes. like let's just say Reese is having a is having a tough first round or second round. Mm-hmm. In between rounds, you've got how many how many seconds have you got to explain something? In to Tie
0: boxing two minutes if you're fighting. Like if K one is like a minute, and then others will be two, in between two and one minute.
2: Okay, yeah. so you got roughly like 90 seconds uh, on average yep. To, yep. To, to get something through to Reece. Yep. Um, but how do, you, how do you approach that? You, like, he's, um, you, you've got to protect him as well, but how do you? Okay, yeah. so the, that's a
0: good interesting question because I do get asked that a lot, right? Uh, about protecting, like I wouldn't put him in the fight if I didn't know he was right. That's on mine. Mm -hmm. So he's there, I don't look at him, because I know what he can do. Mm -hmm. When he's fighting an opponent, I only ever look at the opponent. I'm trying to work out what he's doing wrong. He might, every time he jabs Reese, he's really heavy on the front foot. Um, You know, I'm finding a hole in him. I don't even look at my fighter, because I'm confident enough when I match the fight that I know who it is, and I know that he's capable of winning. Winning, you know, like I'm not, oh no, we must win. It's a 50-50 fight, but I'm happy with the matchup, and I know that he's fit, and I know that he's done the right thing to get to the start line. But when you, um, I'm looking at that opponent, I'm just, I'm constantly thinking, what, what is he doing wrong? Where there's an opening that when my, my fighter comes back, I can tell him what to do. You know, mm-hmm. super confident to get to the start line with anyone. Otherwise, I wouldn't let him walk up the stairs and through the ropes. Yep.
2: Yeah. And for yourself, when you're when you're sitting there and you're hearing Jason giving you some... Like, let's just say, I don't know if this has happened, but you've had a shit round. Uh, and... It's happened. <laughs> That's why I'm laughing. All right. Right. You know, there's,
1: there's been times where we, we I come back to the corner and, like, he's told me, all right, you need to do this next round. Like, you wake up, what are you doing? And I'm like, all right, all right, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. And then I go out there and I just can't fucking do it. Yeah. Like, I just can't pull it off.
2: Yeah.
1: And then I come back to the corner and, like... I'm sitting there I look over at Jason he's got his back to me just sitting there he's, they're like my my other cornerman's like oh if you're not going to do what he said he's not going to talk to you <laughs> oh
2: shit like, this is during the fight it's during the fight oh, so gosh then,
1: you know then he'll turn around the bell will go yeah. no water nothing yeah. turn around he goes I'll talk to you when you do what I asked last round oh, gosh. and then like you know until I do it Like, yep um, so sometimes it's not that easy yeah. it just you know he can tell me and I could have done all the work but sometimes it just doesn't click on the night and yeah. that's that's the heartbreaking side of so You put in all that work and then something goes wrong that you just can't put your finger on. Yeah. But um, when when things are going good and then he's telling me things, it's like, you know, I can hear is, him. Yeah. We've got, you know, I can hear what he's saying and I know what to do off the bat and it flows and it kind of takes that pressure off me for thinking. Yeah. You know, like, because I, I, while I'm fighting, I'm trying. It's hard. You, you walk a fine line between if you think, too much, you're gonna overthink, and then you're gonna end up in a poor position. Whereas, you want to be, you want your mind ticking over and seeing things, but you don't want to, you just want to do, mm-hmm. you know? But hearing him, it takes away that pressure of trying to think, all right, what's he doing? Where's he moving? Because I can just hear, all right, he's doing this, and then we've got a call, and bang, all right, I know what I need to do. He does mm-hmm. that, boom, and then mm-hmm. I can start to catch him like that. Mm-hmm. And then that'll build my confidence, and having complete trust in him sort of helps as well, when um when he says things you know if he tells me to go out there and stand on one foot and quack like a duck as he would say is that's what i'll do because you know if he's telling me to do it it's there's a reason for it yeah you know? so it's um yeah it, it goes both ways it works sometimes what he says always is fine but sometimes it's hard to pull off it's hard to pull yeah, off, it's yeah. Hard, i understand that the guy's not easy you
0: know, yeah. you know? And, and the the standard of of things are always getting better and better so it's harder and harder <coughs> yeah. i think that like with any of my boys um that and girls they learn to trust me um because they know how many f- they might have had 30 fights at that stage and but they know of I've, I've put thousands of fighters yes. in. so it's the same sort of thing as what you're watching you know yep. i never put a fighter in thinking to watching watch watch him or her Uh, in the round I always watch the opponent so you know Mm -hmm. Mm. that's that's the whole key and I think people um, I think experience that's experience on my behalf
1: it's it's hard now that I'm starting to like help Jason with coaching and stuff like now that I'm on the other end of it like you prepare someone you're as invested in the fight as them yes but you I get I get more nervous yes cornering someone than not like I think that's for someone like Jason like to stay so calm when he's had such high level fights it's like to me it's like fuck how do you do that like, yeah. cause we'll we'll have someone fight and I'll, I'll be more nervous than the fighter cause like you know I've held pads for him I've clinched him I've spied him like I've put in just as much work as them yeah. but now it's on them yeah. I, I can't do anymore I can say some things and that but I feel as well like they pick up on if you've got a nervous trainer you pick up on yeah. that yeah. Yeah, yeah and that starts sure. to can freak your fighter out as well so i've been lucky to have like jason or or tires that have had you know millions of fights between them that they're all just calm you know um but yeah it's it's a skill to learn
2: yeah yep we'll leave that one there that was a really good episode Um, but on the next one I want to ask you guys about exactly uh, what you said about you you know what you got to do but then in the ring moment you just can't do it it, would that fall under something like a performance anxiety no no. No, it's them them
0: blocking it let's let's talk about
2: that in the next episode yeah gotcha